If you're looking for the steps to success, then you're in the right place. My name is Courtney Steven, and this is the Come Up Podcast. Let's get it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Courtney Steven here. This is the Come Up Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. And today I wanted to gra- grab your attention real quick and, and give you a few tips. I'm getting ready to head into uh a, a little mastermind group that I actually joined. Uh, if you remember, Daniel G, uh, Daniel Guaranya. Yeah, yeah, master day. Guaranya. Yeah, but um, my man, Daniel G, he's a he's a high ticket sales expert, right? This is a guy from the last episode of season one. All right, now, if you go back and listen to that episode, we're talking about the uh, million dollar millennial he he is a master, an expert in his field in, you know, teaching people how to uh, create leads from prospects and how to, um, you know, sell things in, in any industry, how to close uh, strategies for, for speaking, delivering, building confidence, all these different kinds of things like that's his world. That's where he lives. in. so I myself, I decided, you know what, Courtney? You can never, you can never be too good at what you do. It's important for you to invest in yourself. You know, nothing is really more expensive than free advice. You know, when you start listening to people who never did the things that they're telling you to do, that could be very dangerous, right? So for me, it, it was important for me to invest in myself, take opportunity to work with somebody who's, who's done amazing things and get in a group where I'm around a lot of other people working towards common goals. You know, that's something I talk about a lot, but so I'm getting ready to go into this mastermind. Um, you know, little video conferences starting, starting up here in just a bit. But first I wanted to talk to you guys about three different ways that you can hack learning. All right. Because uh, if you don't know my background, I went to school for psychology. All right. So I, I learned about a lot of different things, you know, behavioral psychology, cognitive psychology, you know, um, even social psychology, whatever. But I spent a lot of my time focused on learning specifically. All right. And what is actually going on in your brain while you're learning because, you know, for me, school was difficult when I was in high school. It was it was tough for me. Right. It was tough for me to do what they asked of me. But I knew in my heart of hearts that I was gifted and that I was somebody who was smart, but it just wasn't always showing up in the grades. Right. So it it, it brought this question to my mind, like, where where is the disconnect? Why is there a challenge in the way that I learn? So when I went to university, I got a chance to dive in deeper with this whole psychology thing. Eventually, when I got that as my major um, and I dove deep into those textbooks and I definitely took an interest in it. So some of the things I uncovered, I'm, I'm going to give you three tips that I really took away from my whole university education that I still apply to this day while I'm not in school anymore, while I'm trying to learn things and master my craft, continue to grow and develop personally, professionally. Um, these are some things that I still to this day, I focus on so that I can get the most out of the information I'm gaining. All right. So here, here's three hacks that will help you take your learning to the next level. So first we got to understand how the brain works. All right. So on any given test that you've ever taken, there's two kinds of questions really. All right. There's going to be questions that are going to test your ability to recognize something that you've already learned or something that is familiar. And there's going to be tests that ask you to recall something that you've already learned. So you've got recognition and you've got recall. In recognition, we've got 
let's say multiple choice, all right? You've got four answers and one of them is correct. Now, depending on how familiar, familiar you are with the correct answer, your ability to recognize what you're looking for will be stronger based on how familiar what you're looking for is, all right? So for example, you um, go back to your old neighborhood where you used to live, haven't been there for a long time, but when you see your your old house, you recognize that house. And now all of a sudden a flood of memories come back associated with just looking at that picture, right? Because the way that our brain works, it's all a network. All right. So let's just say for the, the sake of an analogy, let's just say that, you know, you've got a different, uh, neuron for every action, every memory, every color, every word, everything that you've ever learned or memorized for, for the analogy's sake, let's say that they're stored in one little location in your brain. And the way that we put together these big complex memories is by tying together all those different or associating all those different uh, nodes in your brain, all those different neurons, all those different spots. All right. For, for, for example's sake. All right. So let's say you know, at your old house where you pull up in front of this house, the house that you recognize, there's, you know, a very specific tree that's in the front of the yard. All right. So that, that tree might be one specific memory inside of your brain, but associated to that tree is the house is the, the, the numbers that say number 45 or number 103 or whatever your house number was, right? It was certain cursive writing with the gold plating that you just remember. It sticks out in your mind, but certain memories are tied to other memories, right? So when you recognize one, it triggers the other five that are associated with that thing. And that brings a sense of familiarity to you because it, it's tied to a lot more memories. There are so many more things that there's a strong connection here. You've gone down this mental pathway a million times. This is a paved road. This is not a, a beaten path in the, in the forest, but this is like a highway because you've traveled here so many times. You've seen this tree so many times. You've seen the numbers on the house. All of these things are so familiar without a shadow of a doubt. You know that you've seen this before. Whereas if it's a brand new house that you haven't seen Maybe it's the same shape. You'd be like, ah, it kind of looks familiar, but I'm not sure. Okay. So two types of questions, recognition and recall. And these recognition questions, we're asking you, have you seen this before? Is this the right one? In a recall question, now I'm going to give you an open-ended statement. Like, what does it mean to be a conservative versus a liberal, right? So now this is an open-ended question, but it's asking you to recall information that you have learned at one point in time or another, okay? So now, instead of having that stimulus right there in front of you, instead of seeing the tree and having to decide, is this the tree from my old house or not? Is this the house where I used to live or not? Instead of having the stimulus in front of you and having to recognize whether that is the right one or not, in a recall question, they're asking you to dig through your own, through your own mind, through your brain, through your memory and find the information. You're, you have to recall it. So basically, why do I draw this distinction between recognition and recall, those two types of questions? Because the way that you learn is going to directly correlate to the way that you're able to execute, all right? So when you're reading books, for example, this is the way that I used to do it. I used to read the book and highlight 
all the different keywords that were in the chapter so I could come back through and fan through the pages and find keywords. All right. I know this is a major topic. This is a major topic. This sentence sums that up really nicely. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. So what I'm doing now is I'm I'm sifting through all the noise to find what are the keywords that I need to be able to recognize. Okay, what are the keywords that I need to be able to recognize? When we're talking about sales, I'm going into this um this sales mastermind. There's there's going to be some keywords that I'm going to need to know how to master. All right, I'm not going to be able to take in everything right away, but I know prospecting, closing, lead gen, follow up. Like these are these are hot terms, right? So I need to be able to recognize these terms and then probably some associated terms that are, you know, uh, subtitles within these, but I have to be able to identify what are the keywords I need to recognize. All right. So once I've highlighted these words and found them, the next step in studying or in learning anything is to be able to build up your capacity to recall what is the information associated with these keywords. All right. So instead of learning everything, now I'm breaking it down to just learn the key points, right? Similar to when you're to, to when you're doing a speech, you don't write down your whole entire speech. You write down your key points and then you recall all the information associated to each point. Right. So if you learn this way, if you understand that this is how your brain works, there's a bunch of different nodes. And if I can get really familiar with these nodes, getting to the right memory can trigger a chain reaction of a whole lot of information. So I just work on learning these very key pieces of information. Right. It's like going through a book and memorizing the titles of the chapters and the headings of every paragraph. And just knowing that if I know that information, all the rest will flow back to me when I trigger the right subtitle or I trigger the right chapter title. Right. So without getting too confusing. Highlight what you're reading. Then once you've highlighted it, go back and rewrite in your own words what goes underneath of that heading that you highlighted okay so what you're doing is you are practicing the recall portion of learning all right you are encoding in your mind now you've read it so you've seen it with your eyes but now you're writing it and you're doing it maybe on a, a laptop but maybe with a pen in your hand but now you're writing it out so now it has to be understood and then spat back out instead of reading it and putting it down word for word, because that doesn't take any thought, right? What you really want to do right here in order to strengthen your ability to recall information is you want to digest it and then put it in your own words, because in order to put it in your own words, you have to fully understand it. So boom, recognize what are the key terms now digest them, spit them back out in your own words. And now when you study, you have to study from your own writing. Okay, this is a three-step process. So see it, recognize it, understand it, digest it, put it down, and then read and study off your own writing. Okay, this is the key to learning. This is the key to learning. Whether you use flashcards, whether you uh, make jot notes and, and make summaries on you know, line paper in a notebook or whatever it may be. This process 
is the way that you are going to give yourself the best advantage for when you get into another situation. You can say, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I recognize this term. This is this is definitely the right situation to be using that language. Or if you're in a situation where somebody asks you about something and you have to recall the information, boom, you'll have it right there available to you because you've already practiced putting it in your own words and explaining it from a place of understanding. Recognition versus recall. All right. So, boom, identify the key terms. Summarize the key terms. Remember the key terms. All right. Those are the three steps right there. And I think I think this is um, there's a lot in this episode, so I'm not going to go any deeper, but I'm definitely going to have a little part two uh, learning hacks. I'm going to teach you guys a little bit more about, you know, uh, dual encoding some mnemonic devices, but some other things that are, are super nerdy, but might help you uh, hack that learning curve and make sure you get the most out of all these mentorship sessions, school, work, whatever it may be, books you to read. You know, we don't do these things for nothing, man. We, we do it to get something out of it. So make sure that if you're actually doing it for your personal development, that you're actually growing and developing and you're getting information that you can use. You know, it's not it's not just for fun. This is information that you can use. All right, guys. So hope that helps. You know, quick, quick, 12, 13, 14 minutes. We in and out of there and, uh, you know, take this and apply it. Use it today. Let me know if it works. If it's too complicated, hit me up. I gladly walk you through it. This has been another episode of the Come Up Podcast. Shout out to the boy Jimmy. Hit me up on Instagram, y'all. Catch y'all later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. Now, we made it. We're here. We're at the end. That means you were either too lazy to turn this thing off or you actually got something valuable out of this episode. So, that being the case, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Whether you're on Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. When you do your thing, that helps us do our thing. We could just keep this whole thing rolling. So, the C. Stevens signing off. For me, Jimmy, and the rest of Team TCU, keep grinding. We'll see you guys next time.